As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go. Welcome to Citizen. Uh, we got a special show today from SHOT Show, actually. The first time we've done something like this. Um, so we were at SHOT Show last week, as you remember. We went down to our buddy's uh, booth at uh, F1 Firearms, Dion. I think he's been on the show before. Um, and we recorded with some guys who were walking by, some friends of ours. Um, in this episode, we're going to speak to uh, Ray Cashcare, former Navy SEAL, Ian Smith, the gem owner from New Jersey, who we had on uh, relatively recently, I think. Uh, John Lovell from Warrior Poet Society, who we've not had on, but we will soon. And then uh, our buddies, AJ Buckley and Tyler Gray from SEAL Team, and amongst other things. Um, and, and Tyler, I think, might actually be starting a show on our network here pretty soon so we're looking forward to that um we're going to talk about gun culture um entertainment you know the state of affairs current state of affairs in, in america and the west you know liberty stuff like that uh these are all folks that i know and respect and have varied experiences life experience military entertainment things like that uh you know you you, you guys know a lot of these people raise passion is um, you know, training young boys, young men to become, you know, protectors in society and things like that. Something we talk about a lot. Warrior Poet Society is kind of geared towards ensuring that liberty-minded Americans are prepared and informed to defend what's ours. Um, then there's A.J. Buckley, who I don't know how much you guys know about his backstory, but he was born in Ireland, grew up in Canada, and now he's an American citizen as of six months ago. Uh, but he's, he's been a citizen of three countries in his lifetime. And, um, you know, chose on his own accord after being here to become an American because it meant a lot to him. And as you all know, uh, there aren't many people who are more patriotic um, or appreciative of what America has to offer than first generation Americans. And AJ certainly fits that bill to a T. Uh, and then Tyler Gray went from being one of the top operators in the world uh, to film and television, not just acting but directing as well which is a very difficult job to do and as many of us did he he struggled mightily transitioning out of the military and finding you know purpose and then, and then finally you know after being out for a while found the motivation and purpose that he was looking for so they're all great conversations um ian's audio is a little bit fucked up at the beginning because i guess he lifted so many weights that his brain doesn't 
know how to turn a microphone on or something. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Ray is to blame and didn't turn the microphone on when he handed it to him. All I know is that some shit went down and it wasn't my fault. Uh, I'm quoting Alec Baldwin right there. So sit back, enjoy the show, and as always, please like, subscribe, share so we can grow this audience and keep spreading our message of liberty. Welcome to Citizen. This is a very special episode. Ray Cashcare is a moron and doesn't know how to turn his microphone on. I see her. Yes, here. thank you. Uh, I got you this. Is this for later? Yeah, we're going to cycle in a couple of guests today here live from SHOT Show. We've got Ian Smith, gem owner. He was just on the show about a month ago. Ray Cashcare, who you all know and love. What's up, boys? How you doing? Good. We're at SHOT Show, Las Vegas, Sin City. I'm here with two great Americans, and I'm looking at a couple good-looking women. Right here, I'm looking at one, and woo, uh, this is America. Yeah, this, that's, uh, that's true. This is America. Well, as in, like, nothing's more American right, than yeah, being America. next to sorry, America. Yeah, sorry. That's somewhat different. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. Just uh, taking this all in. It's my first time at SHOT Show. So right. Yesterday, I spent the day just absolutely lost looking at a map for about 45 minutes. This is your first time? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I finally yeah. figured out that you just start walking. And you yeah. 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 It's like it's not that far. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just kind of there's too many people around here. So uh, what are you doing here exactly? Uh, I'm here with Nylon. Okay. Nylon and Jacob's Gray. They're over near uh, Black Rifles booth, right? Yep. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So just here to hang out with some people and support the community. And uh, let's talk about the community a bit because this show is mostly about, you know this, you guys have both been around. Uh, this show is about performing the responsibilities required of you to secure your rights as a citizen, or you can let somebody else do it and you'll be a fucking subject for the rest of your life. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this yet. There's AJ Buckley. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about Star, this Star, SEAL yet, team. But uh, give me your thoughts on that about responsibility. Come, you can Feel free to harass him while he's doing oh. this. Look, it's the, the, the greatest fake Navy SEAL I've ever met in my life. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. You look great. AJ, doing, go over buddy? and talk to the pretty girl. Yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll get there in just a sec. Oh, it's fine. This is part of the show. This is part of the show, bud. Uh, so, yeah, tell me your thoughts on that about, you know, you, you've been involved in a lot of these programs that, you know, try to go down to the lowest possible level and, and get to kids before they become dirt bags and say, hey, you know what? You want to get fed? Got to do some work. Basically, is the premise, right? It, it is the premise, and you know, I, I want to talk about something. I recently posted a video on IG, and I don't understand the difference of the platforms, right? I, so I posted a video of me squaring away young man, and yeah, and back in the day, if we were two 12 year olds and I was this punk, and we were, what would happen? I would have got my ass whooped. We just right? fight each other, and then we'd fight each other, and then it was over whatever, with. Yeah. Well, nowadays, there's no consequences. Everybody's entitled. So I stopped him and I said, listen, number one, if I was 12 years old right now, I'd whoop your ass, but I can't. But what I can do, because we had, I was punishing the few for him. I was just punishing him. It wasn't affecting him. So then I said, I'm going to try something new. Yeah. I'm going to punish the many for the few. It's called corporal punishment. And the dialogue changed. Now, on you know, the, the purpose of that, by the way, is not to be a dick to everybody. It is to let that person know that their actions affect everybody, not yes. just themselves, right? Right. It's there's a yes, there's a, a re, um, the way the ripple effect is what I said, and that's kind of the point. So, we as a society have developed so much that we're not we don't have a whole lot of existential threats anymore. But that muscle to defend against existential threats still needs to be exercised. So, now you have to manufacture ways to do that, and in the same way, we're having to manufacture ways to teach young kids low level conflict resolution and group responsibility, and it's not easy to do that. Right? Yeah, it's because not. they're coddled little bitches. Well, you know what the I mean? problem is, is no one in America wants to instill discipline. No one. Everybody wants shit for free, and there's no, there's no repercussions of anything. 
You know, back in the day, if I said something like, if you're out with your girl and I say something out of line, you're going to punch me in the face. And then hopefully, yeah. if I'm still alive, you know, are you done? We're done. Nowadays, yeah. Chuck, it's... Chuck Liddell, by the way, says it's not personal. You just committed a fighting offense, so now we got to fight. It's exactly. the way it is. God bless Chuck. You know what I mean? It's very, very thoughtful, man. But when you instow these rules, and what see, what, what, what pisses me off is, and it got a lot of positive feed on IG, which is rare, but then when I put it on the talk, the, the talk, it got 1.8 million views, and like 2,000 views were like, you would never speak to my son like that. I would, I'm like... That's the problem with America. You don't let... Exactly. Yeah, maybe exactly. you should speak to your son like that from time to time. You know, it is... I think society needs to be dialed in from time to time. Men... For anybody who hasn't seen that clip, you were not disrespectful. Not at all. You not were, at all. You were stern. And I explained everything. Yeah, it wasn't... You weren't flying off the handle. Yes. You, yeah. You had a, a sternness to your voice, but you weren't yelling. You weren't embarrassing him. Nope. You were, you were talking to him, explaining what was happening and why. It's task... It's task... It's stupid. No, this is basic stuff. It's task condition standard. Here's here's what you're supposed to be doing, right? Here are the conditions under which you're going to do it, and here's how you will perform to get an A or succeed or whatever it is. And if you don't do that, you're going to get lit up. He thanked me afterwards, right? Like, I don't need to have that on the camera. The problem with America is the standards have dropped. Mm -hmm. We accept being subpar, and I don't agree with that. At best. best, And it it infuriates me, And, and I'll tell you how I see it. You see kids... Like, how old are you? 36. 36, how old are you? 41. And I'm going to be 51. Why are we in better shape than average 16 and 18-year-old males? That's not right. It's because we've had discipline, right? You were in shape when you were a kid, or you, you just got your ass whooped and you weren't part of this and you weren't part of that. Now, society accepts being overweight and accepts this. I don't agree with that. Like, the, the, the purest form of discipline to me is an individual that's in shape. I'm looking at you, I'm looking at Giorgio, I'm looking at Chris, gorgeous, I'm looking at you. I look around here, not you, sorry buddy, um, but people are in shape. Yeah. And that is the rarest and most purest form of discipline. And we need more of that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything, right? I agree. It's like you fuck around, you walk past that piece of trash every day and don't pick it up. Every single time you do it, you're hammering into your psyche that you don't need to be responsible for your fucking environment. And that is a completely unacceptable way to go through life. And it's, that's just par for the course now. Like, oh, you know, I was busy, or oh, it's too hard, or all this. I mean, look, I hate to quote one of the Kennedys, but we do things because, not because they're easy, but because they're fucking hard. This is America, goddammit. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. it, that's, it's one of the very few things that really gets me angry. Probably everybody in, in some point of their life has kind of fought, like started down that slippery slope where they just let like little stuff slide. But when that goes unchecked, I mean that that creates nothing but problems for the entirety of your life. And it happens in I think the most prominent place it happens is in your health and your relationships, right? Like you don't pay enough attention to your significant other, you yeah. don't pay enough attention to your kids, you don't pay enough attention to your diet and exercise, and then you're fucked. Right? Everything in your life just falls apart. Well, it's, it's so funny how something small, like those little daily habits that don't seem to matter, when they're, when they're bad habits, you wind up paying for them like, exponentially in the end. That small little thing that you couldn't resolve. Yes. That little standard that's annoying, you know, making sure that you clean the table off when you're eating and when yeah. you're a kid, stuff like that. Push your chairs in, little stuff. Chores, it's duties, fuck. It's like, that, that's why I'm a craving is so fucking hard for making your bed every morning. I think Are we like, going to start? I don't make my fucking bed because it's stupid. 
but I understand the point he's making. It's, a, it's like, do the little things. And right? again, we go back and forth. We've been going on this for years. So let me explain why I fucking do this to the audience. I make my bed because I get up, and it's one task that I can just say I've done. Yeah. So listen. I mean, if I've I, got my whole routine, too. You've got yours. I, I wake it. up and do and like take care of my animals, and you then got, I make But you know what? You prioritize then, you know, so what's important to you, yeah, and yeah. I prioritize with me. If I die, it's just I've got one thing accomplished. I've taken a piss because mm -hmm. I'm old. And I've and I've made my bed. You're not and wearing that, a diaper. I'm not wearing a diaper, but he couldn't in these pants. Yeah, what no I, shit, yeah. But what I want to do is I know because we have this amazing podcast. We're gonna have people coming in and out today. I want to do something that I've never done before. Number one, I'm wearing pants. That's a first. Number two, I'm not doing anything with the pubes. But number three, I want to have somebody come sit here for a second, and I want you to talk to him. He already knows what's going to happen. Everybody knows who this guy is, and he is you. You know John, um, John Lovell. John Lovell of Warrior Poet Society, um, had, his mission is exactly what this is. So what I'm going to do is go get a drink, and I'm going to come back and let John talk. Yeah. John Lovell. What kind of drink are we talking about here? I'll get you something. Okay. John Lovell. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I want you to jump on here. It, does this mean I'm in and you're out? Yeah. You're you've been, old you've been news. Backup's in. Old news, bro. What's happening, guys? Yeah, nice to meet you. My name's Dan. I'm John. Good to meet you. So, Greetings. Uh, John. Ray, I think he's in the shack there, guys. Uh, Ray, Ray was telling me that our mission, I guess we're going to call it that kind of a line. The premise of this show, it's called Citizen, is that you can either perform the responsibilities required of you to secure your rights, or you can let somebody else secure them for you, and you will be a subject of them throughout your life. And uh, he says there's some synergy there. Tell me about Warrior Poet Society, what you do. Yeah, sure. So we're kind of more of the modern freedom fighters. I, that What you just said absolutely resonates with me. Uh, I was not really uh, politically inclined for years. Now I am more so, but not in more of a traditional sense, not like a, I'm out kissing babies and shaking hands and playing politic games. Right. It's that I noticed politics swallowed everything up. Uh, our rights are eroding. Our country is being seemingly purposefully ruined. And I recognize that tyranny, which has in fact come to roost, authoritarians rising up, a uh, elitist ruling class trying to keep us down. and Two-tiered society. Absolutely. That's right. happening. I mean, that's what it's always been about. It's about the aristocracy and everybody else, right? Right. It's always like that. Through every society in human history. It's, right. It doesn't, politics is kind of a canard, to be honest. Well, we, we were doing our warrior poet thing, you know, and I'm focusing on creating content that I like, you know, the stuff that I'm interested in. But I felt backed into a corner because there was so much I was not allowed to say. Uh, and I just felt kind of bullied and boxed in throughout big tech and the public discourse. And I'm losing rights left and right. And I realized I've got to go on the defense and even offense here because tyranny is not letting me just live my life. Yeah, you're not going to vote your way out of that shit. That's right, but I found myself of like, I was kind of in this coasting apathy of like, oh, politics is over there, but now I'm, I'm pissed off enough that I've been bullied uh, so much. Uh, this uh, Orwellian dystopian pipe dream that we're living in that used to be this I mean, the shining city it's on American a hill. Beacon of, of freedom and hope. Shining and city on the hill, yeah. 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 Well, I love my country and mm -hmm. I miss it. And I'm, I'm fighting now. I'm fighting. Good. Yeah, I like, I like that stuff. I mean, it's this, the laissez-faire attitude, don't play anymore. That dog don't hunt anymore. You can't. Well, that's, you, how, that's exactly how we got here. Yeah, the it's, live and let live we'll bullshit. let somebody else handle yeah. it. 
you know, and we'll just we're talking about that that rugged or that not that rugged individualism, that 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 selfish individualism. Like you know what, right. my time's better spent doing what I like to do, not yeah. necessarily what I have to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, being an active and engaged citizen and, and doing all the little things that add up to to earning mm. that that freedom. You know, I like to say there's there's two two costs you pay for freedom. You know, you pay in blood and conflict, and that's the really bad nightmarish way. And then you pay every day yeah. by doing the things that that keep freedom on the forefront and doesn't let it slip away. Right, and it's a lot easier to effectively guard a city you yes. have yeah, yeah, than yeah. retake a exactly. city you've no, lost. Exactly. You know, it's, it's like we don't. We, we, if we lose it all together, yeah. our our chances of getting it back are nil. Very very. Right. Or, 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 or the, or the there, there's that, a relationship to the cost you pay as well yes, as the longer you exactly. wait. You'll wind up paying that that, yeah. that first cost, that right. cost in blood. So one of the most one of the things you right should right be now. most suspicious about is anybody trying to displace you or take away your ability to protect yourself. Right. right. That's yep. fucked. There's no, there's no version of that in human history where it doesn't regress into authoritarianism. Not That's one, right. not once, ever, That's has right. it not regressed into no, that. It's the right? precursor to, to horrific yeah. events in every single case. And look, we're yeah. still like America's still a pretty amazing place to live. We can. It's, it's not that difficult to fine tune things. I wonder, from your perspective, one of the things I talk about a lot is nullification, right? I mean, one, one of the things you have to do is get people on board and educated and shit. But as far as actual strategies, which I think is somewhere that uh, the broader libertarian movement falls short most of the time, what practical shit can you do to reverse some of this bullshit? From my perspective, it is to capture local politics and to begin the process of nullification where sheriffs tell the governor to go fuck himself when he says, you got to give me your assault rifle back. For example, which 90% of the sheriffs in Illinois have told the governor that they will not enforce their assault weapons ban already. Good job, Americans. Yes, exactly. Good job, sheriffs. But that, that's the path, right? And you, you start at that small level, and it's decentralized. I think there's a word for it, federalism. And it's a system of fucking government that we have, right? Uh, I think to add on, uh, and you've kind of skirted around this one, but I'd hit it home, is buy guns and never, ever, ever ever give them up right yeah. uh and so i mean like <laughs> if you have to play that i lost him in a boating accident that game i'm past that i'm pissed off enough of like nope i've got a lot of gu a lot of guns mm. and you can't have them ever yeah. big brother and yeah. that's one piece a second thing is i'm really encouraging and going myself down this route of self-sufficiency Mm -hmm. uh, recognizing that is, that's a huge one for me all of a sudden the bank they go hand in hand yeah in, in China social credit scores mm -hmm. and financial institutions brazenly just shutting down your ability to live unless you play ball with a big government imagine all of a sudden the government doesn't like what you're doing just a few years ahead and they just turn mm -hmm. off your bank account this yeah. is why during uh, these debates about who can do what conservatives have opinions and liberals have opinions and leftists and far-right people and whomever else you cannot create an institution that allows for that kind of bias because it's going to be used against you at some point. Eventually, right? yeah, it's all fun and games when they're legislating something that you like. Yeah. But yeah. when it when that when that I, when the winds change, just look that, at just that, look at Twitter. Shit blows back in your Just look face. at Twitter. Look at how happy liberals have been with Twitter for the past six <laughs> years, and how pissed off they are right now. Yeah, not they're, because they're, they they're, can't say whatever they want still, because you now get to say what you want. Right. And that's offensive yeah. to them. You're yeah, you expressing yourself is offensive to somebody. That's yep. fucking crazy. Yeah. Yep. But you know you can't create those rules, even if it's in your favor. You can't create that kind of rule. That's why you know liberty first. Right. The end for me. Yeah. Right. I don't even think about anything it's, else. It's really a simple concept, you know. And and all of these tie in together. You know, the right to protect yourself, 
the right to liberty, life, liberty, and the pursuit mm -hmm. of happiness, and then that self-sustainability. And I think that last part, people have started to realize how important that is in the last couple of years. I mean, like there, there's there's been plenty of people beforehand who were way ahead of the, mm -hmm. the curve, but now you're seeing the general population start to be like, well, shit, maybe I should get some chickens. Yeah, for you know, sure. Because I yeah, can't yeah. control what these assholes are doing, yeah. yes. you know, but I can control my own backyard. Yes. And you know what? Maybe I should look into, you know, um, whatever the next Farmland or cattle or whatever it is, right? It's yeah. a, if, if anybody who's ever kind of gotten into that, it's a little bit, a little bit right. of time, just a little bit. Get yourself a meat freezer to start and buy a cow. You know, just start that and find something else, find something else. And there's little by little, inch by inch, you you start to reclaim your yeah. sovereignty. Yeah, and you know. where somebody comes up to you and says, you can't, and you just say, fuck off. Yeah. yeah right. sure. You're not going to shut off anything. I sure can, bud. Yeah, yeah, I sure can. Watch <laughs> you're <me>. free to <laughs> watch if you like. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, the next step after that is to begin. It's, as I, as I, the point I was making before with the Lazi fear, live and let live stuff, you also have to uh, be a proselytizer for this stuff, right? Like you, you get to a position where you can handle yourself and you start to help other people handle themselves as well. I did, I talked about this very thing on a, a, a veteran suicide panel about gun restriction this morning. The state can never be involved in that process, ever, ever, ever. Because as I said, every time it's ended in authoritarianism. But the and it violates our Bill of Rights. Correct, yeah, but conversely, if you want the federal government out of your fucking way, find out the problems they're solving and figure out a way to solve them your fucking self. I Not like just that. for yourself, like but that. for everybody around you. And then help them do the same goddamn thing and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Look, these this Fed dickholes, they're like they're like Tinkerbell. If you don't believe in their power, it doesn't exist. It really doesn't. We're and the it, ones that drive the tanks, we're the ones that shoot the guns, we're the ones that fly the fucking planes. They don't do a goddamn thing, right? Uh, they they're pretty good at taxes though. Yeah, they can you tax know, this dick. They're pretty good at taxes. That's the only thing the government seems to do exceptionally yeah. well. Oh, and corruption. Corruption and wasting corruption. money, Corruption. They're all sick, twisted. Yeah. Wasting money's pretty good. They're good at printing it, too. Yeah. So they, they've got this kind of tag team In which thing case, why going. do I have to pay taxes if you can print it? I still haven't got an answer <laughs> to this very obvious question. Because they don't want you to have any. If you it's know not, that. It's not about them needing it. It's about them not wanting you to have any. <laughs> that's that's what it's about. Interrupting podcast. Yo, homie. How are you? Good to see you. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Yeah. How, how do we get back on track after that? that was Matt Best, everybody. There yeah. you go. Black uh, Rifle. But, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the key, right? It's, it's to, as I said, this is the entire premise of the show. Perform the responsibilities required of you to earn the rights that you are intrinsically entitled to. Otherwise, somebody's going to do it on your behalf, and they're going to do it the way they want. You're not, yeah, you're not going to like how yeah. they do yeah. it. Yeah, and when they don't like you, you're not going to get those rights. And, by the way, if something can be taken away, it's not a right. It's a fucking privilege. So don't tell me it's the Bill of Rights when you can fucking come take it away from me. That's not how that works, right? No, no it's not. Not at all. All right. Well, this has been great. I appreciate you stopping by today. I'm going yeah, to have you on for a full episode sometime soon. That sounds good. We'll, uh, we'll yeah, link yeah, up through I, these decks. I understand now, late, I just commandeer Ray Cash Care, former Navy SEAL. <laughs> But has, have that that ever, is his full legal name, yeah. Have, has he, yeah, I think he's had it changed. Says on his driver's so, license yeah. and everything. Yeah. But he'll yeah. call me. But he won't show you because it also says his height on his we're, driver's license. So We're buddies, yeah. and Ray will just yeah. call me of like, hey, John Lovell, Ray Cash Care, <laughs> former Navy SEAL. Like he's given his own yeah, He's got to remind you who you're talking like, He's he a real piece of fast. work, that guy. He, he, he holds it dramatic. Former Navy SEAL. Yeah. Very, very it's proud. It's all about the delivery. <laughs> This episode of Citizen is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee.
Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com and help yourself to some of the best coffee in the world. Join the Black Rifle Coffee Club and get fresh roasted freedom delivered straight to your door. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-operated company that uh, supports America's military, law enforcement, and first responders. Get premium coffee delivered every month. Here's how it works. You go to the coffee club site, sign up for the coffee club. You choose your favorite roast, if you like light, dark, medium, whatever it is. Choose uh, the grind, whether you want ground coffee, whole bean, and grind it yourself, or coffee rounds, which work with uh, Keurig. And then you choose your delivery schedule, which is 7, 14, 21, 30 days, and so on. In addition to being able to uh, customize your coffee club, you're also going to get free shipping on all those orders, and you get access to exclusive partner discounts. Uh, you also get first looks at a lot of new merch and things like that. So to get 20% off your first order, use the code CITIZEN at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for that coffee club. Next up, we got GhostBed.com. You know them, you love them. It's our favorite company. In the whole world, right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base. For everything else, the pillows, the sheets, the uh, mattress toppers, the protector, all that stuff, anything else you want, or the bundle, or I'm sorry, the, the mattress or the base uh, by itself, use the code DRINKINGBROS at ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. You're going to get 30% off that. So 40% off for the bundle. 30% off everything else using the code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. Uh, if you break it down, you can get a whole, you can get your mattress and your bedroom suite for like 35 bucks a month because they have a zero down, 0% financing plan that extends up to 60 months. That's five years, folks. Go check it out at GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. This episode is also brought to you by MyBookie.com. You know them and you love them, folks. And it is uh, high time for betting. I know a lot of you lost all your money on the national championship game because Georgia absolutely destroyed TCU. You know, it's going to happen sometimes, but it's time to reload. Now, if you've already used the Drinking Bros code to double your deposit up to 1000 bucks, I got some good news for you. Go ahead and sign up today. Use the promo code AMERICAN. That's AMERICAN to secure your first deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks with MyBookie. Dot com whatever you put in they'll meet you halfway all the way up to a thousand so if you put in a thousand you're going to get an extra thousand dollars to gamble with we're getting into nfl playoff time uh, you got to get those bets in before the end of the week uh, if you really want to get the the best deal so make sure you get those deals in make sure you get the bets in and get ready man reload your account uh for for let's see the nfl playoffs and soon we have march madness coming up about a month and a half that's going to start Man, it's going to be an exciting time where we can lose a lot of money, uh, but hopefully gain some as well. So getting started is simple. You deposit, uh, uh, you know, 300 bucks, immediately play with 200. Use the promo code AMERICAN to claim the MyBookie uh, deposit bonus. It'll be in your, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I believe it goes into your, uh, your free play yeah. account. So you get, if you, let's say you put a thousand bucks in. There'll be a thousand bucks in your account, and then you look on your free play, there'll be another thousand bucks, and it's just like cash. You can bet with either one of those. So whether you're a diehard fan uh, or a newcomer uh, to to gambling like uh, some, some of our other fans are, this is the way to go. Join the MyBookie family. Sign up. Uh, get that bonus up to a thousand bucks. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. All right, welcome back. We have uh, TV superstar AJ <laughs> Buckley from, I think, what is it, uh, New York? 
CSI New York, CSI New York. and then uh, SEAL Team, which everybody actually knows yes. you from. At least okay. all of our fans. And we just got picked up for season seven today. Yeah, I saw that. I yeah. saw uh, DB posted about it. That's yeah, dope, very, man. Very excited, man. Seven seasons, a lot of seasons of TV. It, I mean, you did ten on CSI, we did nine, right? With nine, nine? On, on, on CSI, and uh, t but just I mean, to get past the first, to get past the pilot is like right thing, and then to get I mean, it's a one know, in eight chance. Yeah, and you, then and then we go get like then we, we hit the hundred episodes. I did that with CSI New York, and to get yeah. to do this again with this is uh, is great. But I mean, it, it's uh, I'm very, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I'm so grateful to be a part of this yeah, show, man. and 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 that's what like, it does. I, like just coming on set and knowing a bunch of you guys, knowing Tyler, knowing Neil yeah. and shit. It's like the the best cast of people to do that specific thing. Right? Yeah, like maybe it happens other it's times. It's in a bottle, yeah. You know what it I mean? Is. But it's like, and yeah. the way you guys represent the military community is very important to us i appreciate right? well it's guys like especially this last season was super fucking uh, yeah, brutal man yeah i mean we did lose one of our best guys yeah max yeah. terriot yeah who plays clay spencer is probably one of the greatest human beings ever i know he's you playing a felonious firefighter now, now, now I, yeah. I mean he is he's he is mr october <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> is he oh my god I mean, wait, we wait. should we should get an entire calendar made of just him and send he, it to him i, I mean I, I think i mean i would put it up on my wall yeah. i see him you know he's that dude like looks at a weight and gains fifteen pounds dude, of muscle. It is unbelievable. And there's like, and I told him when I met him, like I was like, he's good looking, he's super nice. I'm like, I told him, I was like, when I, like Max, if you can sing, I'm gonna actually gonna fucking hate you. Because if you if you're one of those guys that has all, and then you can sing, it would too, be like Jamie Fox, yeah, like, or like great looking, no, Zac Efron, act, like Zac Efron, like yeah. fucking all of a sudden, like yeah. you're like la la la, like it's the most them. talented dude in the world. Like, fuck and he's you, dude. Yeah, I would actually off. have a problem with you. So this show, Citizen, is about. Uh, you can, the, the premise of the show is you can either perform the responsibilities required of you to secure your rights, yep. or you can bitch and whine and have somebody else secure them for you, and you're going to be a subject instead of a citizen. Right? Okay. What it, like, you, you've lived in multiple countries, yep. right? I was born in Dublin, Ireland, right. which people find hard to believe since I play a Texan on TV. <laughs> yeah, well, and uh, uh, then I went from Ireland to Canada, mm -hmm. and then I've been in America. I actually just, this... Five months ago, I got my American citizenship. Oh shit! Congratulations! Yeah, fucking so now proud. you're part of the best team in the world, bud. I 100% agree, <laughs> and, and and I I really mean it, Mike. The, like, that was a big. I got really emotional on that, and yeah. like the, to get my American citizenship and to what the country means and what the flag means, and to be an immigrant here and to being able to chase my dream and to raise my family and now I live in South Carolina, like. It literally is the greatest country in the fucking world. And anybody that has anything else to say about that, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Can I Buckley. swear on this podcast? You can say whatever okay. you want. I figured, I figured it was you. So <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> you, I, I, I always struggle. Yeah. Man, this guy. You pulled, you, you pulled an AJ. You, and it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Weston Scott. <laughs> I don't know that you got in the frame, but you, at least now, now you've got to come show your face, though. Come on. Yeah, get in here. Got to come show your face. <laughs> no, it's good to see you. Uh, no worries. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I agree with you. A lot of improvements to be made. And, you know, it's uh, like anything. Like, I've got the best car in the world, but you don't just stop putting gas in it, do you? No, no. You know what I mean? It's no. just, the idea that uh, uh, we can sit back and rest on our, uh, our old merit, I guess, yeah. at this point. Nothing that's not moving forward it will continue to exist. And sometimes, you know, for some people, you have to realize... It, it, it's got to get a little. It's got a little weird first before they go. Oh, sure, yeah. you know, yeah. the old days were good. What, what? What are we complaining about? It's got to yeah. get. A, it's, you know, you don't appreciate it as much until it's gone. Well, I mean, you again, just from your uh, 
nationality and moving around and stuff, but also from the places in the U.S. you've lived yeah. or had to stay for extended yeah. periods of time. You've got a pretty unique perspective on what it looks like to be free yeah. and have the illusion of freedom, yeah. in my opinion. Right? I, I, like when we lived in California and uh, LA used to be a great place. It, it really did. And then there was a time during COVID where things just didn't align with, with sort of what I believe in in my heart, how I want to raise my kids and uh, my morals and, and sort of what I, how I was raised on my faith. And we started looking at other places, Tennessee, Texas, and then we ended up in, in, in South Carolina. And, you know, what's great about this country is you can do whatever the hell you want and you can, you can, you can choose to go down a certain way. And, and, right I, and I respect that, yeah. that choice for you. And I choose to live in a place where uh, it's free and uh, people respect you and people respect the country. Yeah. Do you see Danny McBride down there at all? Uh, I, I, he is a staple in the community. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. got to like... Yeah, work on your mullet a little yeah, bit. Yeah, maybe. It's yeah, actually, I'm working on it right <laughs> oh. now. That's all right. Check this. Look at this. Yeah, it's coming in. Yeah, I see it. That's, that's a South Carolina mullet. Yeah, that's that's. De- that's, that's now you all you need is a jet ski at this point <laughs> and a Coors Light or something. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about this. Uh, since you uh, came on, tell me about this product you're working with now. So uh, I got contacted by this company named Light Horse. They're based out of Canada. And it's L Y T E Horse. Horse, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, it's actually a really cool, cool vehicle. It's, it's it is um, the way that it's designed. It um, most UTVs or ATVs or quads they'll flip at a thirty between thirty two and thirty eight degrees. This will won't tip over. It's thirty three different moving parts. Mm-hmm. It won't tip over at, until like about sixty eight degrees. The sixty mile an hour. Uh, I'm sorry, 60? Six, six zero six miles zero. per hour. It, 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 it hauls. It gives off zero heat signature. Um, it has... And when we you went said out it's to, super quiet, too, right? It, there's no sound. The only way you know there's sound is if any it rocks or stuff, it kicks up. And then it's got a little gun mount on it and all the different things. It is... So we just... Originally, he contacted me about potentially getting on the show, and then we just started talking, and I really liked the brand and what it represented. And then when I got on, I was like... We ended up... And they asked me to be the face of the company for the next, you know... The contracts for two years, so yeah, hopefully yeah. I don't shit the bed. And cool. but well, but uh, but it's it, it's it's a, it really is a an awesome. And I you know I ride dirt bikes and done that. But this and I I tried my best to to, to try and tip this and I yeah. rode this as hard as I I'm could. I'm sure you did. I did. I have no doubt about and, that. And uh, it uh, it the, the thing is so low to ground. It, it can tow a thousand pounds, so it'll it'll pull like your boat out of the water. Like it thing is fucking. And it the thing That's is crazy. It is. It's one of the coolest machines you've ever ever been I'm on. I'm going to have to check this out. What yeah. else you got going on? Man, you know, just loving uh, South Carolina. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we got picked, uh, picked up for season seven, so I got a couple uh, months before I go back. Yeah. I, I produced a movie called uh, 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 Crime Boy, which we st- and I'm going to start it, uh, which will start filming um, mid-April, and then I'll shoot that and then go back to SEAL Team. Who's directing? Uh, a guy by the name of Ben Jagger. He wrote ben, and directed. Any relation? Uh, no, but Ben and Dean Jagger, these two English guys, it's an amazing yeah. story. It's based on a, a, a true artifact. Um, uh, it's considered to be one of the most haunted artifacts in the world. Um, it was a painting and uh, has something to do with um, Lucifer. So the tagline in the movie is uh, Even the Devil Cries, but it's a really a really cool movie. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, just listen, man, I, I, that I, I'm just very, I, there's not a day me, like sitting here with you or being in a place like this. I did. I don't know how I got so fucking lucky, man. Yeah. This, 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 yeah, this, yeah, this is yeah. a great life right now. Yeah. You always got that a little bit of imposter syndrome, don't you? Yeah, it's like, like oh, gosh, is this really my yeah. job? What is going I'm on? I'm like, here? this is this is great. So you know, it's like, this my this is my first shot show. So I'm losing my yeah. virginity right now as I speak to you. 
And you brought condoms. Yeah, well, it wasn't me. It was Dion from <laughs> F1 Firearms. Very we'll get, we'll get you one of these guns, yeah. too. Yeah, that would be uh, great. Well, cool, man. Thanks for coming by today. Dude, always great it. to yeah, As soon as I get done doing this, we'll go okay, cruise have a around a little bit All more. Right, great Thanks, you, buddy. God bless. And we're back again with Tyler Gray, who was just on Drink It Bros. What? Yes. But I missed that one because I had yeah, you AIDS had, or whatever. You, you, yeah, you, you, had, you, had, you had a hybrid. It was COVID mixed with AIDS. With AIDS, yeah. yeah and so. I took uh, a lot of NyQuil. I think I drank like five bottles of NyQuil. Dude, NyQuil is awesome. It cures AIDS. It I'm really, not a doctor, but yeah, that's what I was told. It cures everything. So what have you been up to lately since uh, the last show, I guess? Um, ooh, good Actually, uh, since since Drinking Bros, um, I started a podcast. Oh, yeah. Actually, what is it? Actually, which uh, it's, I, it's unnamed. So you, it's you as and, yet to be named. You and Jack Osborne were... We've around with the talked about it. Day, I've, right? I've talked about. I've toyed around with it yeah. for uh, probably four years mm -hmm. at this point, yeah. and I just, I just never wanted to do one because I, uh, so so many people like yeah, yourself yeah. had great ones that mm -hmm. I was like, man, I don't want to do. I don't. What do, what do I have to say that's different? Right. Um, and even now that I started, it's not necessarily that I have something to say that's different. It's that. I think the more different perspectives people hear, yeah. uh, you know, the, the better overall that we can, you know, understand. Yeah. The, the better guys can understand, uh -huh. and men and women can understand themselves yeah. as veterans, and quite frankly, as people. Yeah. You know, it's um, well. I mean, somebody with your breadth of experience is going to know. It's not about what you say. It's about knowing the right questions to ask. And, and you, like, real ones with John Bernthal. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I don't know what like he's had a pretty fucked up life, I guess, but. I, and maybe that is what gives him the perspective to be able to ask, I, I, just directly I, I ask those super yeah. intense questions John just, and sit back and listen to the answer. He's so good at that Dude, stuff. he digs right. Yeah. He just, the first time I met John, like, you know, it's like, hey, how you doing? And the next thing you know, it's like you're talking about, like, one of the worst memories of your childhood. You <laughs> yeah. know? And yeah. he's just that he's way. He's like Barbara Walters, right? Yeah. yeah and, 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 but he's just so... Um, passionate and so interested in everyone's mm -hmm. story and and uh yeah john's john's a truly great guy and um but yeah the the you know the different questions and people have to feel comfortable they can talk you know right, that they yeah. can talk about certain things and um so anyways we'll see where that goes but um so what's the, the what's the you haven't named it yet but what's the general <laughs> idea uh, it's, it's what it's my what mine is about ultimately is self-improvement mm -hmm. and you know which i'm sure i've talked not self-improvement but I've talked on multiple podcasts about, you know, uh, just being self-destructive. Right, you know, yeah. I, I, up until probably a year and a half, two years ago, I, I was extremely self-destructive. Right. And so uh, for me, it was kind of like I wanted to talk about how I recognized that and then started and actively changed it and started being looking, you know, just progressing towards self-improvement sure, yeah. and getting away from self-destruction. Well, what was it that did it for you? What was it that made you decide to finally get your shit together i guess and then what were what was the process like for that aids <laughs> no aids um, will do it <laughs> aids i got work for charlie change everything <laughs> no um you know for me it wasn't uh, a a um well, what's the word i'm looking for it wasn't a light switch right, you yeah. know moment it was it was really a i think just a slow kind of realization of um and to be perfectly honest uh i i think probably it was partially from doing you know, between therapy and podcast mm. and just being very open and, and basically not bullshitting myself. Well, sunlight's the best disinfectant, right? When you lay all that stuff out oh, of there. Of course, yeah. When you lay all that stuff out there, it's hard to ignore it at that point. It, it like, is. We, and, and we, we, like to, we like to pile substances and, and erratic behavior on top of our problems, hoping like you're sweeping it under the rug. Well, and it I, works for a little while, too. That's the bad part, because it does work. For, you can make it work for years. 
yeah, you can. And, and you make a good point, too, with like addiction, substances, alcohol, whatever, and, and any form of addiction to include adrenaline addiction, you know, which yeah, is yeah. a thing. And that yeah. is, you know, adrenaline is, is, or not adrenaline, addiction is not the problem in on itself. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any addiction is a bad, uh, it, it's a bad, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a uh, well. The second and third order effects from the addiction is what really when it starts interrupting your life. Yeah, your yeah. Health, but right? but I'm saying any level of addiction, the addiction isn't the problem. It's a bad cover. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a cover up yeah, yeah. for some yeah. fundamental pain yeah. and some certainly, fundamental yeah. issues. But in it, in on itself, is not the issue. It's right, a yeah. it's a bad. Uh, the word I was looking for. It's a bad coping mechanism. Sure, yeah, and it's that's an why people go to rehab and. They're recidivists. They go to rehab over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, because they're not they fixing. The, the they're issue. addressing addiction, but they're not right. underlying. That's addiction is the symptom. The disease is you know sure. different for everyone, but the disease is usually, in my experience, and I think in a lot of people's, the disease is probably something that happened a long time ago. More, yeah, probably. I mean, it compounds over time, right? And it definitely compounds over time. You know, yeah. those things that happen when you're young affect your relationships when you're older. Yeah, and then the the. Failures in your relationships when you're older yep. affect you when you're even oh, older. Oh, you know dude, I, mean? I yeah, my my, you know, I had two relationships that failed, and the reason they failed was because of unresolved, uh, right, uh, you know, issues going back to my childhood. And it's so. interesting for a guy that's, you know, done war quite a bit, for it to not necessarily have been that that was the impetus for all this shit. I, you know what I mean? Because we actually we talked about that this morning on this veteran anti-suicide panel, as you yeah. like to mention, uh, that. One of the questions from the audience was, don't you think that childhood trauma that goes undiagnosed and that somebody joins the military and then you're just stacking shit on top of that uh, as well? Dude, I, I, I think that is this, personally, I think that is the single biggest factor it is might childhood be, yeah. trauma. Because you, you hear it a lot. And as a matter of fact, one of the, I don't, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. I think you might be. Um, and I think maybe you guys even mentioned it on the show at some point on SEAL Team. But operators especially... There's a high percentage of them, like 60 to 70 percent, that had fatherless homes or some kind yeah. of disruption in the home life. Yeah, and I, but like I would bunch, say like a, a, more than a majority, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah. and to to expand on the fatherless, mm -hmm. also uh, 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 fathers with addiction or right, father, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they some may kind have been, of disruption. They may home, have been yeah. there, yeah. the father, but it, yeah. they were absentee fathers, right. whether they were there or not. And that you know? that shapes the way that you live your entire life absolutely like the way, the, way, mine. the way you think about how you're supposed to treat other people yeah right and what yeah. you should expect of other people yep from for a young boy almost entirely comes from the way his father treats his mother you yep. know what i mean yeah that's a big thing and if it doesn't go well in your childhood man things are going to be rough for you a a absolutely I, I you know um i and then you stack all the like prolonged exposure to combat stress and stuff like that just a bad recipe. It is. We, we were just talking uh, earlier when I, I did an episode and we were talking about um, how, or I, I was saying how for me, I know a bunch of guys that, you know, saw more combat than Audie Murphy, got every award there is. Not and, a scratch on them and not, they're, fi they're fine. And, and they're fine. And, and then the crazy part though is they're, they're not having any real issues and then their wife leaves them and they're Done. done. Yeah, just yep. toast. That, su that support system goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think what it is is, you know, doing the job. You have to put your emotion. You can't let emotions into the mix. Right. So yeah. you build this dam, and all the emotions get stopped by the dam. And then when something like that happens, and then and then 
you know, your wife is leaving you because you're an emotionless robot. Right, yeah. You know, and yeah. you're just, I can't deal with this, yeah, yeah. rightly so. Yeah. And they leave. And but then, then it all comes pouring out. Them leaving explodes yeah, the yeah, dam. Yeah. And then you are, you're drowning in the flood of your own emotions right. because you, you probably wouldn't be good at handling them one at a time. But when, you know, 10 years, 20 years of emotions come at one time, uh, and guys are drowning in that. I've yeah. seen that over and over again. Yeah, same. You know what's really interesting? We were talking about it again on the panel this morning. Um, it seems like the rate of suicide amongst non-combat people is going up at a rate high, faster than combat action people. Yeah. So even in the services, so in the, in the uh, active duty, all services active duty, suicide's up 8.3% over the last two years. Um, but then for reserve and guard, it's like 22% and 35% up. And those two, where they don't, especially now with our op tempo now, they're not really deploying anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it isn't just, I hate, it's not just the, the single moment, the TV moment where you're watching your buddy die in your arms that creates post-traumatic stress. That's not at all how that works, right? Like that, we, we, because we are problem solvers and we want to reduce something down to us one thing, right? That's what we do. It's an effigy for all of it, right? That's not what it is. You have to, you have to see all this stuff. Right. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, th I think the biggest problem, and, and, and it's not just the community. Mm. Medical community, mental health community does the same thing. What's the one fact? I'll give you an example. We don't act. When we treat anything mental, we don't also, it, when they're treating you for uh, depression, as mm. an example, yeah. they don't do your blood work. Yeah, they don't check your as, testosterone levels. As you know if what I mean? the body, yeah. as if the mind works separately from the body. And you know, uh, it's ludicrous. I, I say this a lot, so people in the show that, that listen to the show probably know what I'm going to say already. But the average 21 year old in America right now has 40 percent less testosterone than their counterpart in 2001. 40 percent less, and that's just regular people. That's yeah. not yeah. people like us that have been blown the fuck up a bunch of times, yeah. or you know, burn pits and all that other horse shit. That's just a regular guy. So who knows what it is for us? Oh. But I'm sure you've gone through that. Almost every I, I, dude I know. When I did my hormone panels, that fucked. was that was such an eye opener for me. I yeah. was like, well, that explains that. That that yeah, like yeah. it's it's like reading it's like reading all your mental problems, but in physical, yeah, tangible yeah, yeah, numbers. Yeah. yeah. And, but, you but know, they don't do it. They don't. They don't. They don't check that. Which and is it's, sad. it's a real shame because for the problem solver, right? You give them that kind of data. Now they've got a plan. They don't feel hopeless anymore. Yeah, and well, it's it's the hopelessness in those moments that make people put the gun in their mouth. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, right? and the, and the thing is too is when I look at numbers, it's giving me something. You know, it's like a video game to where mm -hmm. I can see, and then yeah, yeah. then I start working on it. I go back, and the number is higher. It's tangible progress. Yeah, it, yeah I yeah. did something, and I and there's a tangible effect right. rather than just yeah I went to therapy and we talked. Did it help? Uh, I don't, you know, you know, yeah, like there's nothing, yeah. it's, it's, there's no, um, quantification, like you, you can't quantify the results. Right. Um, Which is difficult for linear thinkers. Like, yeah, exactly. Pro I want to see, I want to see definitive results. Yeah. You know, Assa assaulters, assaulters are linear thinkers. Yep. Like this is the problem. I'm going to work the problem. This is Jason Hayes. This DB likes to say all the time. I mean, that's his, that's his best quote. Yeah. Work the problem. I love that because yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Right? And, and going back to work the problem, it's, it's, it's what a lot of us are, you know, I did it for a long time, which is ignore the problem. Yeah. 
I mean, we've all done it, you know, oh, and, yeah. and why? Why do we ignore the problem? Because the problem's hard work, right? and yeah. the solution's hard work. But then the worst part is, let's say you work the problem, and then you don't see any tangible results because there are none, and then it just frustrates you. Well, yeah. I spent all that time doing something, and it meant nothing, you know what I mean? I got, I got nothing tangible from it. Yeah. We want to see quantifiable results. Right, yeah. And it's, you know, I think it's like, uh, when you when when you're walking down the street and you see somebody trip and fall, then a, a very natural human instinct is to avert your eyes, right? Because you don't want to people. I some people say it's because you don't want to uh, make them feel make bad. Make them feel or, bad. Yeah. But I think it's because you don't want to take responsibility for what's happening there. Yeah. Because once you once you acknowledge it, yeah. now you have a duty to go stop that. Yeah. And once you acknowledge that what's fucked up about you right now can be fixed in a way that was it within your power to fix it, you have now to you've got to do it. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people would rather just say, this is something that's happening to me, instead Dude. of, I'm a person and I could do something about this. I, I literally just had this conversation yesterday, which is, you know, well, two, two parts. One is, without question, the person that, we, that lies to us the most is ourselves, oh, yeah. 100%. The other part is, you, we have to accept that we are responsible for everything that's ever happened to us, yep. negatively. Yep. And, and, and the I reason mean, is- Matt Best likes to say, you're the author of your own calamity. Absolutely, right? and, and if we don't, because if we don't accept every negative thing that's mm. ever happened to us, then we by definition can't accept every positive right. thing yeah. Yeah. that's ever happened to us that we're responsible for. It's, it's, it's both, it's all or nothing. And though something is not necessarily your fault, it is your responsibility to Correct. fix it, because Absolutely, it's you. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that goes not just for yourself, but for your community as well. Absolutely. Like, oh, I didn't do that. I'm not going to, like, this person's suffering. Yeah. You help the, them. The quickest thing that we can do to make ourselves, our people around us, our, you know, city, state, country, world, you name it. Yeah. It's very simple. It's very simple. It's hard to do, which is why no one wants to do it, but it's very simple. And that's take responsibility. Yep. That's it. It's really not complicated. It's just something that, that we have now, as a society, continually giving people reasons to not oh, yeah. do it it's and that that is speeding up rapidly at this point but yeah. even within our groups like the, the leadership in a lot of cases refuse to take responsibility for things they want to pass the buck or they want to they want to you know check the box and like hey we did the the gun safety course yeah, yeah, or the yeah, suicide yeah. prevention course we're like we're good now like no did you call did you go, just for fun one weekend, go down your entire call-out roster and say, hey, nothing's wrong, I'm just checking on you, bud. How's it going? You know what I mean? Like, that's how hard is that to do? That's literally your job. It's a 24, being a good man is a 24-hour day job. Yeah. You don't get to take fucking breaks. No, you know no, I mean? and, and just, you know, responsibility for being a, a good friend, a good husband, a good father, a good, you know, coworker, all those different things. And um, a lot of people, too, it's like, we have to accept that no one is going to change our reality for us but us. Right. That's yep. just, yep. again, it's and it's no, a sad truth, but even, it's, it's Even true. if somebody could change it for us, nobody's yeah. going to be able to change it as best as we could. No, absolutely. As efficiently and as accurately as we want it, right? You're, you're the only person who can manifest what you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, even if you, you know, I'll give you directing an episode of TV. Yep. It's so hard. To, it's so easy for me to picture exactly. I can watch yeah, the yeah, episode yeah. in my head, and, but <laughs> communicating to other people exactly what I'm seeing 
to try and help them give me what I want. That's hard. Especially when you're also acting and te well, technical <laughs> consulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> and that's writing true. the episode. It's uh, a lot of well, work. Well, not writing. I don't know how um, you handle all that stuff, to be honest. Uh, like directing, I, acting in, and being a technical to, advisor on the episode all at the same time. That's fucking crazy. To be perfectly honest with you, I absolutely overwork myself yeah. um, really badly in uh, in 2020, which put me in rehab. Yeah, you did two. You Warrior directed Star. two episodes, I was in right? Star. I directed three. Three, yeah. The okay. third one just put me over the edge. Right. I, but I, I mean, it was. <laughs> I lost my first AD to COVID. I lost my stunt coordinator on the heaviest action. I mean, it was just, it was a nightmare. And, and so I overworked myself. I was still recovering from a motorcycle accident. Yeah. Um, and I just, it, it put me in rehab. I burned myself out. Yeah. And um, that being said, best thing I ever did. Yeah. Because well, that's a great organization. I learned so much from that. It was to, absolutely. Yeah. I learned so much from it or so much from it. Well, in general, but also so much from it about myself. Right. I wouldn't give that up for anything. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad as negative as it was that happened uh, because it, it, you know, I've never probably in my life spent 42 days on myself. Yeah. And then every you, day just yeah, yeah, working yeah, on me. That's it. And now you're doing what I think is the right thing to do when you get your legs under you, start looking around for other people to help. Absolutely. Right? Like Absolutely. There's, there's an old quote, I'm not entirely sure who it's attributed to, but it's, the quote is, you have two hands for a reason, one to pull yourself up, and one to pull the next guy up with you, right? And yep. that, is the, that is the essence of human civilization. Well, and I think, I, think, I think what happens often is that people that are, have their feet under them, as you said, and can help people, at that point don't. Right. That happens. And then the flip side of that that I see happening a lot is people that are trying to help others, which is admirable. Mm. Don't have their shit together. But they yeah. don't have their shit together. Yeah, it's like who, who gives the best relationship advice? Single people on the internet, right? Which is exactly. not the best yeah, relationship no, advice, by the no, way. And, and, <laughs> and that's the thing. And, and you, you bring up something that's so interesting to me, which is, it's one of my favorite sayings, and that is, never take advice from someone who isn't where you want to be. Right. Yeah. Don't and also don't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't take advice that's from. A go, that's a good uh, one. Another right? good one. Yeah, I, was, I, like I was just talking about that today yeah. too. And so, um, yeah, it's if you take advice, you're going to end up where they are because that's what, that advice is what got them there. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing this new show. I think it's going to be just as beneficial for you as it is for all of us. Uh, to it, listen, it has already. To absolutely. Be honest, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what's the plan with that? Are you, are you already publishing, or are you just kind of recording and I'm, putting stuff together? I'm, Dealing with you guys. <laughs> on oh, you're talking to Ross. Yeah, Good luck yeah, with that. You got to yeah. talk past this fucking mustache. Have you seen his mustache lately? Uh, I don't know if he had it, it when he was there last. From, uh, yeah. I think it was starting. It, it was probably pre-70s level at that yeah, point. It's, but it's full-blown 70s level. Yeah. Well, point, I mean, that's yeah. Ross, though. Yeah, you know what enough, I mean? Yeah. Like he he looks like a child bluster. You know? Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> there you um, go. Now he he did say he's getting weird looks going to pick his kids up for school. I, I think now. a mustache is like a warning symbol. Oh yeah. You know, it's like yeah. it's it's you've like a snake a with a to warn kids. It's like a snake with bright colors on it. Yeah, exactly. that's venomous. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. get out of here. Yeah. Well, exactly. look, man, I appreciate you taking the time today. Oh no, man, thanks we'll for having me. We'll get this wrapped up, and we'll have your show. We'll figure out a fucking name and whatever. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right now, it says the as yet unnamed podcast, <laughs> it's just, which has a little ring to it. It's in brackets. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming today, man. Thanks for having me, And good. I'm not. Glad this worked because we got to, uh, you know, you were sick when I did uh, drinking. Yeah, growth, this is so. better. Yeah, Ross yeah, yeah. is not interfering. He's not. <laughs> 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 Love you, Ross. Oh, yeah. All, All right, right, man. Thanks, thanks again, brother. Thank you. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we certainly enjoyed having these conversations as we always do. Uh, any of these guys could have gone the full hour. We, we'll, we'll have them back on. 
sometime soon, AJ Tyler, uh, and, and Lil Val, especially guys that haven't been on the show yet. Um, they're all busy. Uh, we're all busy rather at shot show. So we didn't have time to get, get a full hour in with all of them, but I'm lucky enough to call these med friends. Um, so if you're out there and, uh, you know, think you're all alone that, you know, people are fucked and no one gives a shit about the country anymore. Hopefully seeing some of these conversations show you that, you know, there's just people working behind the scenes and in front of the scenes a lot to have these conversations and move the ball forward a little bit and kind of insulate us to what degree we're able from all the bullshit that's going on in, in society right now. So, you know, hopefully seeing a variety of dudes working towards the betterment of America will remind you that people are out there and uh, you can be one of those people. So thanks again for watching. This has been Citizen. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.